Welcome to Brewing Faith. Thank you for tuning in today. Amen. I'm going to see a victory. You take what the enemy thought for evil, you turn it for good. What a mighty, mighty God he is this morning. And I know yesterday we talked about some evangelist stories traveling. And uh, I have some verses I want to go over through in the book of Psalms this morning. I might tell one one little uh, deal uh, this morning, uh, one moment I was just mentioning before Brewing Faith started, and uh, one good memory was kind of a special moment, 
But today I want to talk about my reliance on God. My reliance on God and and Grandma and Grandpa Pearson are in here with us this morning. And Grandma Pearson, I might call it also this morning, not only my reliance on God, but my children are watching me. Somebody is watching me. And I want to show the generation after me how powerful and how mighty God is. Good to have Bishop Grandma Pearson with us this morning. Joe's here in studio today. And uh, look forward to getting into the Word. Isn't His Word wonderful? Isn't His Word beautiful today? We're going to look at a few Psalms. Start with Psalm chapter 44. Psalm chapter 44 and verse number 1 says, We have heard with our ears. I like the way it says that. We've heard with our ears. We've heard about this God of yours. We've heard with our ears, O God, our fathers have told us what work thou didst in their days in the times of old. So we're hearing stories from grandma, grandpa. We've heard with our ears. Our fathers have told us how good you are, God. Verse number two, how that thou didst drive out the heathen with thy hand and plantest them. How that how thou did afflict the people and cast them out. For they got not the land in possession by their own sword. Again, I'm talking about my reliance on God. They got not the land in possession by their own sword. I got a couple swords in my office here this morning. I had the I had school kids in my office this morning. They wanted to take them down off the wall. They wanted to hold them. I was a, like, okay, be careful with that. But it's just a decorative sword. It's not that uh, there's no sharpness to it. But it, it could hurt somebody. It's got a long, long point on it. But uh, I was showing them some of the other swords. Some of those other swords are, are real. They are. They do got some. They could do some damage. But God said... It wasn't by my my own sword, but it was by the power of God. They got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did their own arm save them. And I am going on record this morning to say I testify to that today. Everything I've gotten, it's not by my own sword. It's not my, by my own ability. It's not by my own arm that I am saved today, but by thy right hand and thy arm and the light of thy countenance, because thou didst had, because thou hadst a favor unto them. I want the favor of God. Can I say that again? I want the favor of God. And it looks like to me that the favor of God is tied to putting your reliance on God. And here we talk about the right, I guess we can, we can, we can go several different directions, Joe, this morning. But I like that where it says, it's not by my hand. It's not by... It's not by my sword, my own arm, but how by the right hand of God. We could talk about the oneness of God right now. That right hand of God, no, it's not the second person of the Trinity, but it's the, that right hand of God. Yes. It's the power. It's the power of God. It's by 
my right hand. And then, and then having the favor of God, because thou hadst favor unto them. You know, I, 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 sometimes people can get goofy talking about the favor, favor of God, but the favor of God is about following the plan of God. I'm going to live in the will of God every day. I'm going to live right where he wants me to. And you know what? I will have the favor of God. It's not something like, like, like a dad looking at his kids and playing favorites. No, I will have the favor of God if I follow what he has. Follow his will. Amen. So no, it's not, don't, don't get goofy with the favor of God. You can have the favor of God. You can have the favor of God. Be faithful. God will give favor to faithful people. Amen. I want his favor today. And I wake up every day. I really do. I really do. God, I want to please you today. I want to show kindness today. God, help me to to uh, to not punch anybody in the face today. Really. Like, you know what? We're living in an evil world. And you know what? I want to show kindness. I want the... It says... Joe, it says the Holy Ghost is what it's it's like it's like uh, uh, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. That's what should come out of God's people. And I'm telling you, if it does, you will have the favor of God. Psalm chapter 44. We've heard how great our fathers have told us. I want everything that my father talks about. I want it in my life. God, give me your, your favor today. But it's not by these swords in my office here today, God. I know it's my reliance upon you today. Psalm chapter 49. I'm going to read out of Psalm chapter 49 and verse number 6. Psalm 49 and verse number 6 says, They that trust in their wealth, and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches. None of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. My reliance on God. I, I'm, I, don't, I don't boast in my wealth today. Um, I, I might or might not have a million dollars today. Maybe might not. But what's it say here? They that trust in their wealth. It doesn't say it's a horrible thing to have money. That's not what it's saying. But my trust is not that, you know, man, I'm, I'm, I, I got an unbelievable job next week. Thank God for the favor of God. Thank God for his blessings. But my trust is not in my wealth. They that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches. They can't redeem his brother, but my God can. My God, he is a redeemer today. He is a mighty God. I'm talking about my reliance on him today. I need him for the redemption of their soul. Uh, for the redemption, redemption of their soul is precious. Wow. For the redemption of their soul is precious and it ceases forever. That he should still live forever. Your wealth is going to, it's going to go away, but that he should still live forever and not see corruption 
For he seeth, oh, verse 10 is good. Joe, verse 10 is good. For he seeth that wise men die. Likewise, the fool and the brutish person perish and leave their wealth to others. <laughs> You're not going to take your wealth with you. But my hope is in God. My hope is not in this life. Thank God for your blessings, God. Thank God for your favor on this life. But I want favor with you that you say, well done one day, that I'm going to live for eternity. Where? I'm going to live for eternity in heaven. Amen. My reliance is not on me today. I'm not all of my millions that I make. I'm not taking it with me. Amen. I want to give, I want to give to you, God. I want to put my life where you want me to and what you want me to do, God. Psalm 49, my reliance is on you, God. I want to take one more set of scriptures, and that is Psalm chapter 78. Psalm 78 today. And Psalm 78, beginning reading in verse number 3, says, which we have heard and known. Again, it's kind of going back to uh, Psalm chapter 44 here. Uh, but Psalm 78 is kind of reiterating it again. Uh, we, we've heard, we've heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will hi not hide them from, our, from their children. And so here we're talking about my reliance on God. And again, the importance of somebody is watching us. Another generation is watching. We will not hide them from their children, showing, showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children. I like that. Bishop, he said, he commanded them that they should make them known to their children. He commanded that the generation to come might know them, even the children that, uh, wait, wait, I back, back up. Verse number five, oh, verse six, we're getting into that in a moment here. He commanded our fathers that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children. You know, he's saying, I'm... I'm I'm praying, I'm I'm seeking after you, God, even for the children that I'm gonna pass this on, that that how great you are and how mighty you are, and that our reliance on is on you, God. I want to pass it on to my children and even to the children that have yet to be born. I wanna I, I, I just I wanna leave something behind, how mighty, how Great you are today, God. Amen. That the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God. My hope's not in my wealth today. My hope is not in what I have and the toys that I have in this world. My hope is in God. And not forget the works of God but keep his commandments. Amen. Isn't he a mighty God today? My reliance is on you, God. 
And I want my children, my grandchildren to know. I want everyone to know that I come in contact with. I want the generation to come to know that it's by your power, it's by your might, by your strength, God, that we have anything. Have the favor of God today. You can have the favor of God today. I know yesterday we talked about uh, some evangelist stories. I just had one I was going to tell. this. I closed with this this morning. Uh, I was looking through the dates there. And Bishop, I looked. Palmdale, California, uh, 1975 is when I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost as a five-year-old boy. Five years old. Palmdale, California. It was 41 years later. I was just looking through my calendar. 41 years later, I was privileged to preach in that same church that I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost 41 years earlier. It was on, they had moved location. Uh, they had moved a couple miles away. Uh, so it wasn't in the same location, but the same church that I had received the Holy Ghost 41 years earlier. And I got up, I believe it was that Sunday morning when I was preaching there. I got up real early, Joe. And I got up real early, got in my car, drove over to the spot. <laughs> drove over to the spot. That was just a, it's just a, it's a, just a piece of grass by close to City Hall there in Palmdale, California, where the old church sat. And I just parked across the street. Just sat there for a little while, just reminiscing. I can see it. I can I can be transported to it right now. I can see where I was kneeling at the altar by the pulpit there when I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost as a five-year-old boy. What a mighty, mighty God that he is. Amen. See a victory today. Live in victory. Live with God's favor today. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, 10 a.m. God bless you all. Have a great day in the Holy Ghost.